the next one, point D. And this to me, like I said, is why, and then we're going to really begin to define grace in the next hour, but revelation of God's grace will rise up to meet the temptation to sin and conquer. And again, this is why it's so important. Now let's turn to James 4. Actually, uh, well, I need to, I just want you to see the few the verses here so that you see the power of it. Verse 1 of James 4 says, What leads to strife, discords, and feuds, and how do conflicts originate among you? Do they not arise from your sensual desires that are ever warring in your bodily members? Now, did you catch that? Listen, in the Amplified Bible, really listen to how that's phrased. That's exactly what Paul says throughout Romans. He said, Problems arise because of sensual desires that are in your flesh. Listen, they're not in your spirit. Your body has been trained to respond for years to outside stimuluses. If your body's been trained to, to respond or to react to something in the negative, Paul said in Romans, just like you used to yield your members as servants of unrighteousness, now you can yield them as servants to righteousness. In other words, if your flesh has been trained to do something stupid, it can be trained to do something right. Hallelujah. But it's very important that you see this. He said, these things arise from sensual desires that are warring in your bodily members. That's talking about your flesh and blood body. Verse 2, you are jealous and covet what others have, and your desires go unfulfilled, so you become murderers. And to hate is to murder as far as your hearts are concerned. You burn with envy and anger and are not able to obtain the gratification or the happiness that you seek. So you fight and war. You do not have because you do not ask. Or you do ask God for them and yet you fail to receive because you ask with wrong purpose and evil selfish motives. Your intention is when you get what you desire to spend it in sensual pleasures. Verse 4 you are like unfaithful wives having illicit love affairs with the world and breaking your marriage vow to God. Do you not know that being the world's friend is being God's enemy? So whoever chooses to be a, a friend of the world takes his stand as an enemy of God. Or do you suppose that the scripture is speaking to no purpose that says, the spirit whom he has caused to dwell in us yearns over us and he yearns for the spirit to be welcomed with a jealous love. But now listen to verse six. All of those things sound tough, but I want us to get to verse six. See, you, you talk about the problem, but you always get to the solution. But he said, he gives us more and more what? Grace. And here it just said, the amplified power of the Holy Spirit. Listen, he gives us more and more grace, power of the Holy Spirit to meet Listen, to meet this evil tendency and all others, it says, and all others also, that is why he says God sets himself against the proud and the haughty, but he gives grace continually, praise God, but he gives grace continually to those who are humble enough to receive it. So then be subject to God, would you? He says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Stand firm against him, it says, and he will flee. Verse 8, come close to God and he'll come close to you. Now, just like I said, I got to stop there, but I want you to hear this. This is the part I want you to hear. Verse 6 says, 
But God, see, don't major on all the evil stuff that we're at war. Listen to what the solution is. But God gives, are you listening? But God gives more and more grace to rise up and meet this evil tendency and all others also. Now, this is what I've learned in my experience. When I, because I've studied grace and the love walk for so many years, I mean, I hope, again, it's not like I'm patting myself on the back saying I've got my life all together because I don't. I'm still human. But the point is, as well, because the Bible says as long as you're in this world, you know, you're going to suffer tribulation. You will have temptation. I don't care how holy you think you are. You know, you're still human. You're still in a flesh and blood body and that thing's being trained. But this is what I've learned. Because I've trained myself, I'm doing my best to train myself in the grace of God and really develop a revelation of this stuff. What I've learned in my life is this, because of this, when temptation does come, this verse goes to work. All of a sudden, the revelation of God's love for me, His grace that's been given me, rises up in me and meets this temptation. And you see, when grace rises up and meets this temptation, the grace is just stronger. <laughs> the revelation of grace is stronger and it just blocks the attraction, and that's what beats the temptation. In other words, I don't give into it because this grace is rising up in me, and this is what God wants the grace of God to do in you. As, you'll re as we really begin to look now, especially as we really, we'll really begin in the next hour, but as you really begin to, now when we begin to define this and you see what the grace of God is, how rich His love is for you, if you'll take a hold of it and believe it, it will be the power that will begin to rise up in you that will cause you to be free from sin and temptation. Hallelujah. And that's what we're after. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this hour. In Jesus' matchless name, we bless you tonight. Amen.